Welcome to Two Guys at a Cot with a City Book! I'm Gene. Dale. Oh. Well, aggressive, Dale. Yeah. That was an aggressive opening. It was, wasn't it? I don't it? think anyone could have ever been that ready for an opening like that. I also like to live dangerously. <laughs> that has no No, Oh, okay. Did I call you Danger Dale? No. <laughs> what kind of danger is there? All to, the yelling! You're supposed to use that pun later in the show. He's a little early. Well, you know I'll come back to that. <laughs> okay, sure. Ah, let's see. It's a couple of days, well, a day, before Thanksgiving. And uh, we have another thrilling, chilling, bone-curling, blood-boiling, exciting episode of Two Guys in a car with a CD book. Dale oh. brought the turkey. Yeah. I got the gravy. <laughs> no, we just need the stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> and over the next 30 minutes, I'm going to stuff you <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, could you flip through the CD book there? Um, I am at least thankful for that. Yeah. Pretty sure. See, books don't flip that fast, but that's nice. They do in your mind. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, hit play on the CD oh, player and play? let's melt some faces. What do you do for me, huh? Hint. from all the growling and screaming that I'm going to be doing. This is Rain in Blood. Came out in 1986. Yeah. What? You're mouthing over there like in Wayne's World. <laughs> Garth, quit moving your mouth. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I dropped my pen. <laughs> Guys, you're nodding your head. <laughs> you think this guy's up to something? Slayer, Rain in Blood. Slayer is on their final tour ever uh that's like worldwide touring tour who knows if they'll show up and do festivals or you know benefit concerts or something like that because a lot of bands say you know we're just not touring the world but we will do pop-up shows you know yeah but you gotta just think though a band that's been out since the 80s and still now i know this uh, 72. This heavy, though. Rolling Stones. Not this heavy. 60s. You try playing like Gary King for 30 plus years. Your fingers got to hurt. At least sometimes I'm arthritis. Ah. Well, I guess, yeah, maybe arthritis. I was going to say, vocal cords I could see be going first. I mean, yeah. Tom, Tom Araya is still screaming and, you know, growling like this for all that time. But they got heavier. 
and you think? went on. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, the last couple albums were like the heaviest thing they've ever put out. Okay, well, see, I'm a very mild Slayer listener. I've heard the hits. Uh, I've only really, really been introduced to the deep cuts and albums within the last year or two. I had a little bit of FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. Uh, knowing that they were on their final tour. I was like, man, should I go see them? I'm not a diehard fan. They've never been on my list of concerts I want to go to. Should I go? Should I go? I didn't, I didn't go. They were at a festival here in North Carolina one time headlining, and I didn't go that day and see them either. It was Slipknot and Slayer in one night. I know. Yeah, we didn't go. No. So we're losers. Yeah, a bunch of idiots. Instead, You're a Grammy winner. <laughs> Yeah, they are. For what song? Then, oh, you know? all right, all right. Yeah, okay. Coming to me. Yeah. Eyes of the Insane. Is that an older track? No, that ready? came out in like 2008. Wow, all yeah. these bands. I told you, they got, I'm telling you, got way better later on. It's just that all these bands are winning their Grammys so late on, you know? Yeah. Megadeth just won their first Grammy two I years know. ago. Uh, no, 2018 for Dystopia. And you got them winning in 08. Fucking... Anthrax, the only one that needs a Grammy sometimes. Duh, hard pass. You never know, man. Hey, they're, hey, they're one of the four elite, man. I guess, if you want to say that. Think about it, the big four tour was Slayer, Megadeth, Metallica, and Anthrax. Yep. That would have been cool. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen it. They invited Anthrax. But, like, with any band that's heavy, and especially just anything in heavy metal, there's always controversy. Controversy. You said it right. actually had it pretty rough, though, with uh, having been affiliated with Nazis, white supremacy, murder. And well, most of their album covers always feature, like, Lucifer or some form of Lucifer. Yeah. You know, they've got decapitated heads and blood on the album covers. And they got one album called Christ Illusion. <laughs> really? Yeah. Which, I, I mean, that cover for that is pretty fucked up, too. I, I like it. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> you got a double bass pedal coming in. 1986, you got a double bass like that. I'm talking about. Well, see, you had bands like Testament and shit like that that, that had just as fast double bass. That's original blast beat. <laughs> Was Lars as good on the double bass as that? Oh. Well, I I like Lars' earlier play. Oh, yeah. I'm quiet down. Oh, <laughs> I like his drumming, except for his snare work. He's just a douche in my bag. <laughs> a <laughs> douchebag? Yeah, a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was not supposed to happen. No, it wasn't a good one, though. Not as good as this, but it could have been better. But it's still good. Yeah. And uh, so like, this album, didn't it get delayed because of the first track, Angel of Death, or something? Well, yeah, because they thought it had, uh, it was like... Whatever you want to call it, Nazi symbolism, like yeah. promoting uh, Holocaust and stuff. Yeah, like the shit that was going on in Auschwitz and stuff about like human experimentation and stuff. Yeah. So they wanted to make sure before they let it out that it's okay, it's not gonna hurt people's feelings. I think that's in the '80s when nobody had any feelings. You know, you can almost say whatever you wanted. You would think, I mean, freedom of speech, hello. It's a form of it, yeah. I mean, and it's art, and art's supposed to be expressionism, and it's not like they made it up. That's the shit that happened yeah. in Auschwitz. I mean, but still, even then, in America, yeah, you had Slayer and shit, but like I was telling you the other day, in Norway, they had bands like Mayhem and shit like that that went and burnt churches down and were very, very satanic, but they, I don't think they ever got as big as 
Slayer, but until now. Now they're like big as shit. It's big ass Slayer now, but I've never heard of them. When, uh, when was like King Diamond and Merciful Fate? That was 80s, dude. So it was around the same time. Yeah. So a lot of. So you gotta think. He's from Denmark. Oh, so is he? Not a United States thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I, th- I always thought King Diamond was. I hurt. love King Diamond. Yeah, he's fucking nuts. I remember bringing. Uh, what was it? I remember I was like 15 years old and I went to the record exchange and bought Merciful Fates Melissa, that album. And I. Every time I talk! They really cut a song. And I brought it home and like my dad kind of knew what it was about and so he started playing it and all just Satan everything. Get that shit out of my house, boy! (laughs) We're playing Lord's music in here. Not in my house. Now, with Slayer, I know, like, I remember seeing Slayer shirts on people all the time. Yeah. They were in some pop culture stuff, like, uh, didn't South Park do some, like, a Slayer thing? I, I'm almost positive they did. And I think, like, uh, Beavis and Butthead do a Slayer thing. Of course, they did. They played some music videos by Slayer in the 90s, I believe. But, um, as for me, I... I only saw like the Slayer logo everywhere. And I had some uh, Hispanic friends of mine, a Mexican friend of mine named Mario, and his older brother, Javier, loved Slayer, dude. He always had Slayer playing in the house. He always had Slayer shirts on, and he he played guitar, and he always practiced Slayer songs. And I always heard it when I went over to Mario's house, but I never went and sought out an album until much, much, much later. Like it was in the last year or two. And uh, that that's like the only way I knew Slayer was by other people listening to him or talking about him. Yeah, well, see, I always remember their, uh, what was it? I think they're like original guitar player also, uh, Jeff Hanneman. I always remember seeing him, and he was huge. Was that, Big that guy. guy on the back right yeah, there? Yeah, he the left? always he wore Looks the, like a wrestler. Uh, he always wore the Oakland Raiders jersey every time he played. Until he died in 2013 because of liver failure, remember? Dead? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he died of liver failure. Son of a bitch, dude. I'm looking because, you know, we always have the CD and the CD book in front of us. And, you know, you see the whole band on the back of the album. And you've got Kerry King on lead guitar, Jeff Hanneman on lead guitar, Tom Araya, vocals and bass, and Dave Lombardo. I've always heard... Of Kerry King, Tom Araya, and Dave Lombardo. Yeah. But I've obviously, I have never heard of Jeff Hanneman until I'm looking through this book yeah. and on the back. He looks like a, he looks like a fucking offensive lineman. He's huge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every time you, you think, or well, anytime you see any live videos and stuff, you always, they always focused on uh, Gary King. Just because of his speed playing. Like, I don't know how we can play that fast. I think that's unreal. Yeah, like, I've, I've tried to learn the song War Ensemble, and yeah. I'm just not Good fast luck. enough for it, dude. As, as much as I want to play it, I'm not getting there anytime soon. It's going to be a lot more practice till I can get that. Now, before I'd gotten this album, I had heard a lot of the songs on this one. Oh, yeah. I knew Angel of Death. I knew Raining Blood. Uh, they had Raining Blood on Guitar Hero 3. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was what horn? 
Yeah, maybe it was World Tour. Either way, that's where I played it. it was on one of them because you would hear the rain falling and the drums. Dum, dum, dum. And then you would, yeah, you would slide on the guitar. Yeah. Remember World Tours where they still have my guitar? You know, yeah, you did. Pop, you're like, oh, we so are. Failed. You still have my Guitar Hero guitar, right? Yes, I still got it. Yep, uh -huh. with a kiss sticker and everything. It's uh -huh. in my bedroom. Jackie, motherfucker. Uh, you lose my it. fucking guitar, man. Oh. Best guitar Guitar Hero ever made, man. It really was. Like, I never in my life played better until I had that guitar. Now, did you ever, like, did Slayer ever play a meaningful part in, like, a relationship with a friend or girlfriend or life event you know how like sometimes when you lose somebody a, a band will pull you through or when you go through a breakup a band will heal you or uh, when you have a really good friend and they're like really into a band you listen to them with that friend all the time or whatever did you ever have anyone close to you that was a huge slayer fan that you knew all the time no okay <laughs> Uh, like I said, like cool a lot story, of people, bro. A lot of people when I was growing up did not like Slayer, and the ones that did were my drug buddies. So I said we had this one house that we all partied at, and we'd have one room where I would hang out with like my, one of my best friends growing up, and he was really into like hardcore but rap also. So we would party there, and then I'd go to his brother's room. And that's where I found Slayer, Testament, Morbid Angel, uh, Napalm Death, and shit like that. So I had the best of both worlds. So Slayer's always been around. Uh, and I guess really that's about it. I was never really into them. I've respected and liked them. But yeah, that's really about it. I love the music, man. I love that crunchy grind. The fucking riffs are tight as can be. It... <clears throat> It like, I don't know, it doesn't make me want to rage. I just want to sit back and listen. Yeah. I mean, it's thrash metal. I think I'm a big thrash metal fan. Yeah, I know a lot of bands. I mean, without them, a lot of my favorite bands wouldn't even be around. You know what I mean? Like, well, I can't say that for say, but like Darkest Hour. Okay. You know, they were a big thrash band. And they, I mean, they were really into Slayer. Alexis like, on fire? No, that's post hardcore. <laughs> nope. Maybe. I mean, they might. They, Slayer's been out since before I was born. Yeah, I so mean, they've had too. a ton of influence, so. Uh, you guarantee that they did, but you know, they went through a big problem in like the 90s where nobody was going to Slayer shows or buying Slayer CDs. I think they had a lawsuit against them in like 96 or something. Yeah, because some girl's parents said that the lyrics and everything like that led up to her murder. Just because of three Slayer fans. Am I? But no, these, these Slayer fans, this is, I know this on top of my head, on my noggin. Slayer fans literally at shows and shit would carve Slayer in their arms at like, dedication. Like, Yikes. Scary. I, that's maybe why I never wanted to go, man. Are there a lot of like skinheads and fucking neo Nazis? No, no, see, they. I don't know. There's been a lot of people that said that they were like affiliated with Nazism and and all this other shit just because it's, there's lyrical content. But they also did a cover song from a Minor Threat song, and the Minor Threat song was like a white supremacy song. 
But they changed their lyrics, and that's how it is. <laughs> but they changed the lyrics. The, the original Minor Threat song says, uh, it's like, it's, it's bad to feel guilty about being white. And then Slayer changed it to say, it's bad to feel guilty for being right. Oh, that's cool. So they switched it, but Ian from Minor Threat fucking hated it. He hated that his message was not out there. I don't support it, but... But they're just a fucking band, dude. It's yeah. Just, it's an image. That's it. An they're image. just making music, writing lyrics, and they found their niche. They found what works for them and created a persona. But see, so many people are fucking afraid, and I'm going to get upset here for a minute, Whoa. that just because they don't believe in fucking God and, and Jesus, that nobody can like them. What the fuck? Everybody's different. Just because they don't follow what the, the majority of the world follow, what the fuck does that matter? Yeah, you can, like, not be religious and still be a good person. Yeah, hello. Speaking of me... You're not a good person. Well... <laughs> and you're not religious. No. Not religious at all. I'm just kidding. You're a good person. Yeah. Thank you. I've seen you do charity work. Yeah. I've seen you give a man the shirt off your back. Yeah. I've seen you dollar. help an old li- lady cross the street. They pushed her down. I seen you save that baby from a burned building. Well, it was my only duty. Nobody else was there. I seen you climb that tree and save the kitty cat, only to later sacrifice it on a full moon. I seen you. <laughs> I know the kind of person you are, Dale. Damn it, you're a good one. Thank you. I appreciate that, Gene. You know me, Gene. I'm surprised yeah. you have not done that. I've been wanting to, but I always forget about it. I've, I've, I, after every episode, I'm like, damn it, I'm going to do it. Uh, you know I'm me, Gene. Listen here, brother. Listen here, brother. <laughs> mean Gene, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gene. Dale. You can always hit us up on the socials, at Unhinged Pierce, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are now on Spotify. This yeah. is going to be our first episode to debut on Spotify in its first week. God damn. Every song! Jeez! Did you let us know? <laughs> fade out or something, man. Let the music fade away. They just cut it right off. And uh, anyway, it's our first episode debuting and streaming on Spotify. You can now carry us with you wherever you may roam. And uh, you can follow us on Spotify, get updates when we post new episodes, which is every Wednesday, uh, unless Dale gets hurt or sick, like a little sissy boy, gonna be in the hospital. It all be perfect like you. Hey man, I'm got the good jeans. (laughs) Jeans with jeans. jeans. High jeans. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Hit us up on the socials at Unhinged Pierce for me. You can get Danger Dale over here. Wolf X Biker on Instagram only. And uh, well, not. Don't put at Instagram only at the end of Wolf X Biker. It won't work. Some people got comments in. It's a, this is America. <laughs> Have you seen Jackass? <laughs> Been a minute, yeah. Have you gone through YouTube videos? Yes. <laughs> There's no common sense left. No. I mean, there really isn't no more. Especially with the youth of the day growing up, it's just getting duller and duller. Well, every, they do everything for views, you know. And every decision they make is based on, you know, it's based on, am I going to get likes? Am I going to get shares? Am I going to, you know, get 
famous at school because, you know, I pissed in my own mouth or whatever. It only happened once, all right? <laughs> the other times, I whipped my hair. Yeah. People just need to realize to stop caring so much on what people think. That's impossible. I mean, it really is, but... People have, I mean, all of mankind has been worrying about what people think. Is my wig wide enough? Yeah. You know? Is my makeup poofy enough or powdery? Yeah, did, it, did I use enough red blush on my cheeks? Yeah. You know? Did, <laughs> did I... I was about to say something, too. I'm so glad that the music is back. Is my socks pulled up high enough? Was that a windstorm? Hold on to your ass, boy! But yeah, you know, they people have always fucking worried about what people think about it. So. Just love yourself, man, and everything else will fall in place. That's what I teach my kids, you know. I teach them that, but I, I still, I'm still growing on myself to like my own self. Fun fact for you guys out there. Now, uh, Slayer also has a like live feature film coming to theaters for like yes. two days only. Where you can go, it's going to be like a live concert of Slayer on the big screen at movie theaters. And they're also releasing, or have already released, a live album, Postmortem, uh, with live songs from their final concert. And who paid for that? Uh, for the movie, right? No. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll take a step out. Paid for what? I don't know. Fans? Slayer, the fans, the record company? I don't know. Somebody paid for it. But it's cool that they're doing that. Uh, especially just putting it on DVD because if you can't get a chance to go see it, at least you'll get to watch it at home and and then hate yourself for not going. Yeah, I know, man. If, I, hopefully they'll do some festivals, like one-off festivals or something, and you know, show up and play. But who's the drummer for Slayer now? You know? Oh man. That's, he's typing into Google, folks. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Now. Damn it, Paul Pasta. Like Boston. I can't ever say it by step. I can't pronounce He's it. From He's from Testament. Cuba. Cuba? Yeah. What are you playing? Testament? Next yeah. Testament? Yeah. That's cool. Well, it's a good fit. Because those bands were heavy as shit back in the 80s. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard some Exodus songs and Ministry and um, I've also... Testament was at a festival too. I think I watched some of their set. But. See, and that's one band that I didn't get into till way late also. And fuck, dude, their new stuff is, like, heavier than anything they ever did. It's crazy to think. Oh, even uh, Megadeth, also. You know, back in the day when they were first starting out, it was heavy. But I feel like... <laughs> I feel like some of the stuff that Megadeth is doing now is heavier. I feel like it is. Metallica the same way, you know? Yeah, I really like the, the last three Megadeth albums, man. Super Collider is not that heavy, but uh, 13, Super Collider, and Dystopia, I've, I've liked all three of them, and they've got a new one coming out sometime next year, probably. Could be the last, depending on how Dave Mustaine's vocals go. There you go, right there. Bands like this, I like that because they stick with their sound. You know, they don't care about the image and what people are liking today. They're going to play what they want. Because they do know that they still have fans. You know, like some bands like, that came out like in the last 15 years start off real heavy, but then want to subject themselves to a different image Lincoln to Park. be more popular. 
Lincoln Park. Horizon. Oh God, they're killing me, dude. You know I love them. They're killing me. And when you when you played me their first and second albums, I was like, damn, so that's heavy. And then watching them, you know, you showed me that music video where they're in like the tomb or whatever. Yeah. And fucking the whole song is heavy. And then their new album came out. And it's like electro pop. I'm like, what happened? I get, you no, know, I, I respect the fact that people want to change it and don't want to, but eh. not that drastic, right? Please, no. it should be gradual or that something. That new is slow, not heavy. Then bam, out of nowhere, left field. Yeah, because what? What's the one with the umbrella? And what's that one called? We that's got the spirit. Spirit, and they did actually have a couple songs on yeah, that. There was, yeah, I mean, there's about four hits on that album. But then I think the one that we're talking about, the album is called uh, Amos. Amos, stuff like that, and it's straight up pop album. Yeah, I think I think there was like maybe one song on it I really liked, but other than that, it was a write off. But Lincoln Park did the same thing, you know. They went from being kind of you know heavyish to their last album was straight up pop music, you know. Yep. I mean, whatever. Just I just don't want. Well, hell, in my opinion, don't matter because I'm not in the band. <laughs> but. I want people to just to like be like, okay, I want them to be okay with themselves instead of having to live up to an image. Uh, trying to be the, the biggest, the best, what do I got to do? You are already doing it. Stick to what you want to do, not because it's signed on a paper that you have to change. Right. And, and you know, shit, dude. I mean, people change their whole lives, so your art changes, you change because the environment around you changes. A lot of these bands are so heavy in the beginning. Like Corn went back to their roots with this latest album. And how much do I love that album? That shit is the best album they've come out with in a long fucking time. Since the fuck? Since Untouchables, which came out when I was in the seventh grade. <laughs> you think it's better than Follow the Leader? Follow the Leader came out before that. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know. Untouchables was like the last heavy album that I, I liked the most. Uh, I'm glad to see them back. You know, I mean, everybody's got to change it up a little bit. I get it. I mean, you do get tired of doing the same thing over and over again. This is the intro to Raining Blood. We're going to give this a listen. to get faster. You ready? Yeah. It's just fucking nuts. And I watched it. You know what that reminds me of? No. what it feels like when you're in the electric gym. (laughs) (laughs) Damn! (laughs) When you first get that damn shock and everything's just going apeshit. Dude, I couldn't imagine. Imagine that anticipation of sitting in an electric chair, dude. 
Alright, I'm not a winner before. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, imagine walking down the hallway, you see the chair. Well, you got a bag over your head, so I don't know. Do you see the chair and then they put a bag over your head? Well, I know that I think that they put tape over your eyes, then the bag. And a wet sponge. Sound like that could tell your eye don't explode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! But imagine that, dude, I would have a fucking heart attack before I even got electrocuted. I mean, just knowing what's about to come, good lord. I don't know, I guess, yeah. I mean, that would suck, but good thing we'll never have to do that. Yeah. We're good boys. Not just that, but they don't do the electric chair much anymore. Not unless you're in Texas. Right. Well, it's still legal there, but they still opt for lethal injection. Easier cleanup. Yeah. Man, I want to play this song so bad on guitar, dude. I would love to. Raining Blood is really good. I watched a live, or uh, not live, but, well, yeah, a video on YouTube of them playing this live in, like, the 90s or late 80s. Holy fuck, it was so fucking good to see live. Dude, they didn't miss anything. And fucking Tom Araya hits every scream and every note. Raining Blood! I hate that I didn't, I got into it way too late. Me too. That's what I'm saying. Like, I had, I had a lot of fucking FOMO for not going to see them on their final tour. But I, at the same time, I was like, I'm not a true fan, man. I don't want to be jumping on the bandwagon just because it's their last tour. I had plenty of opportunities to see them previously, you know, to get into their music. And it wasn't until I got Liquid Metal on Sirius XM and... You know, heard Jose Mangan talking about Slayer more that I actually was able to get into him, you know. So, it's my bad for being a fucking idiot. It is your bad. Now, normally this is the last song on Rain and Blood, but I've got the extended edition. Two extra bonus tracks. Sweet! Shibby. It's got aggressive, perfecter, and criminally insane remix. Cool. Yeah, I know. Bonus tracks, right? I like it. I like so we it, get like to keep it. going because, well, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. We're thankful for Slayer. Yeah, we are. We're thankful for heavy metal. We're thankful for you for yeah. listening to us. Ramble on. I'm rambling, Ramble on. I got to say, sing my song. So speaking of Thanksgiving, uh huh. Do you have like your best or worst memory during Thanksgiving? For one, I'm a Thanksgiving Scrooge. Ah, what a bonus track. Already sounds cool. Boner? <laughs> Boner track? I had one, but I didn't know you could smell it. Ow! Uh, yeah, Thanksgiving. So, no, I really, really, really hate Thanksgiving. It is my least favorite holiday. Why is that? Gene! Huh? Why is that? I hate the food, okay. for one. It's the same food every year. But it's also food that we eat all year long. It's not like it's something that's a rarity or that we never eat again. And, you know, I look forward to it on Thanksgiving because that's the one time I get to eat it. I have turkey any time of year. I have ham any time of year. Mac and cheese any time of year. Green beans any time of year. Mashed potatoes any time of year. Yeast rolls any time of year. The only thing that maybe I would eat on Thanksgiving that I never pumpkin have all eaten is pumpkin pie. I was just going to say that. You yeah. took the word I knew right it. out of my mouth. Dude. My thing, though, is how do anybody know that that's how do we, it? How do anybody know? How do we know? How, if I Come know on, about man. Get your fucking English together. 
How does he No, the pilgrims and Indians, how do they know that that was the first fucking meal? They had. How did they know that they had turkey? They took another shit. They took pictures. Did they have? Did they have crab mac and cheese back then? There's a painting of it. Haven't you? Now were they microwavable potatoes? (laughs) They were instant, right? See, I think it's bullshit. I think it's another propaganda of just whatever. Well, there there are stories of it. You know, there's documentation. It it is well documented that the natives. I wouldn't even call them Americans. Because they're native to this land. They didn't call this land America. No, they were here first. Yeah, so I, I hate calling them Native Americans because they were just fucking natives of this land. And I, I told my daughter about Thanksgiving and why I hate it. And she was like, why did white people do that to the natives? And I was like, because they're fucking idiots. And they, yeah. you know, they, were, they wanted everything for themselves. I said, the natives fucking taught them how to plant and grow vegetables here, you know. They taught them about the soil, how to live off the land. And I was like, and then we gave them poison blankets and sent them on their way. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I was like, that's so fucked up. And my yes. daughter was like, that's terrible. And I was like, yeah, so I don't really like Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I was Is like, there anything you like about it, though? The day off work? <laughs> For it to be over. Yeah. I, one year I slept all through Thanksgiving, dude. Nice. I, I was like, I'm not coming out of my bedroom. See, I'm switching it up this year with my Thanksgiving meal. I, I get tired of eating turkey and shit like that. Like you said, I do. This year I'm cooking steaks, which I have all year round. But see, everybody else is going to have turkey and ham while I'm sitting on my damn T-bone with my bone in my mouth and then wishing that's what they had. I see. I've always wanted to do a breakfast Thanksgiving. That'd be cool. Where you just make a massive amount of breakfast: your waffles, pancakes, fucking bread. Yeah, omelets, sausage, bake like a golden corral for Thanksgiving. And I've also wanted to always do like a pizza Thanksgiving where you have like 30 different types of pizza. I mean, just like That'd be cool. whatever, dude. You can make yourself a gravy and turkey mashed potato pizza if you fucking want it. On your yeast bread. That's just something different. Oh. Change it up. Can we just have ice cream? And we never do any like special things. Like we don't have a turkey bowl. We don't have a gravy train. We don't play any games. I think that's all in the movies. <laughs> you know, the turkey man doesn't come to visit. <laughs> Nothing. That's terrifying. Yeah. Nobody dresses up like a turkey and dances. Nobody, I mean, wishbone. My wife does the wishbone. And that's about oh, I it. I thought you meant the dog. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's wishbone. PBS. <laughs> yeah, damn, I used to love that dog. Detective dog. Going yeah. back in time. Man, I, I went Black Friday shopping one time with no money. Just watched everyone freak the fuck out. Yeah. I was like, whatever. I just wanted to be in the chaos. That was really it. I wanted to see how chaotic people really get over material things. And they go crazy. If you if you go Black Friday shopping, do the world a favor and turn your phone horizontal so that the fight can be in widescreen, please. Yeah, because I want to see the people in the background. I'm trying to see them get knocked out. Now, people have died on Black Friday. There's recorded deaths of trampled. See, this year we are taking that risk. Gene and Dale are taking that risk on Black Friday to go shopping. But... We are also not going after what everybody else wants. Right. We're going the right way. They're going the left. Yeah, so we're not. We're not going to be in the hordes, hopefully. And if we we'll are, middle. <laughs> brass knuckles. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> no. 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 I got my no boot. I, I cower in the corner. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm first one. Pull my shirt off. No. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go? You want to go, old man? <laughs> in my buggy. 
<laughs> Why is he flexing? <laughs> Why is he doing his fucking chest bumps and shit? You want to throw fist? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining Gene and Dale. Dale and Gene. Me and myself and I. I'm sorry there was so much yelling. <laughs> yeah, it was a little aggressive episode. For another episode of Two Guys in a Car with a CD book. Well, we hope you have a great Thanksgiving, whatever you do. If you're alone, you're not alone if you're listening to us, okay? We're with you. Now, we can't feed you, but you can listen to us. We've got all of our episodes available for you on Spotify. Yep. And uh, you can also listen to us on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or Stitcher. There's like 10 different places you can hear us. But uh, thank you for listening. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I'm Gene. Danger Dale. We'll see you next week. Later. Peace.